And welcome back to a brand new episode of Starfield with Normal People. My name's Dwayne, and I am joined by my good friend, Michael. As always, Michael, how are you this week? I'm doing pretty good. Um, although, uh, I don't know, do I sound different? To me, you do. Is yeah. it space COVID or what exactly you got going on over there? Luckily, not <laughs> space COVID. Um, mm-hmm. it, a terrible bout of allergies, but uh, uh, yes. I, I can't stand allergies. It's, it's my cross to bear. They get you twice a year, usually, at yeah. least for me. Can be rough. It's almost as bad as space COVID. Not quite. Not yeah. quite as bad. The game came out. Oh, it came out and we it came we out. We've been playing it. it and right? well, early access, right? Yes. So the official release date is today. No, yesterday. Yesterday. Who cares? Yeah. Who, it's, who cares? It's out. Everyone can play it now, especially yep. if you have Game Pass. You can just jump right in. Um, so that's it's very exciting. Uh, yes, we have been playing it in early access. I myself have it's got to be mm. over 20 hours i was gonna ask you how many hours do you think you're in yeah i, I would say way more than 20 for you because oh. on the day you got it you probably dropped a solid six yeah. to eight hours in right absolutely i actually yeah. let me clarify i think i'm close to level 20 which means okay. i'm probably more, more like 30 or 40 hours oh, i yeah. don't know yeah. something like that but it has been um We'll I don't want to it. give anything away yeah. because we are going to talk about our thoughts. Um, but yeah, and then you actually, uh, well, you went on a trip, so you couldn't <laughs> jump right in right away. I, I preloaded it. It yep. was ready to go. And then my wife was like, are you packed? I'm like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> packed oh, with what, snacks on... and drinks for Starfield? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we went out of state. And so I did not get to play until four days after actually had it downloaded and ready right. to play, which was a little uh, a little unfortunate. But That's too you know, bad. Yeah, I got back and jumped in, and I'm only level two. I think this is going to be very interesting for us to talk about because we can talk about the very early game, which you have experienced, and mm-hmm. then something like I have been really pushing through the story. And speaking of story, yes. I want to emphasize we are not going to go into spoilers. Not at all. This is going to be spoiler free. Mm-hmm. We are going to work. Obviously, we're going to talk about all sorts of like mechanics of the game and stuff like that. But it's no spoiler free spoilers. If I designate it not to be a spoiler, it might still be a spoiler. <laughs> but if I say yeah. it's not a spoiler, spoiler free. Well, I asked you, Michael, um, before we started, I said, let's come up with a rating and we'll keep it secret. First impression yeah. rating. Yep. And that is basically, you're, you know, you're level 20, I'm level two or three. What's our rating out of 10, with 10 being the best, what do you think Starfield is? And we said, write it down on a piece of paper. We're going to reveal in front of each other, and then we're going to talk about it. Yep. And we go both, first, or we, should we do it at the same time? We have, uh, yep, we've both done our ratings in secret. Mm-hmm. We're going to reveal them now. Let's okay. go kind of at the same time, and then we'll talk about it. Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, we both revealed funny. eight. <laughs> so we both, okay. yeah, we both revealed eight. We both okay. revealed an eight. Interesting. That is interesting. I'm, I'm actually, you know, based on what you had said earlier, I was thinking you would be a seven or maybe, right. maybe a seven and a half. Or I don't think you would have been lower than a seven just because I know you were so excited for the game. That's funny. I, I was expecting you to rate lower because you're not as far. Mm. And we have seen... Uh, a lot of comments about how long this game takes to to hook you. Right. And uh, while we talk about this, just so you know, I love the game. Yeah. I am loving the game a ton, but we do need to talk about the, the, that most people are saying 12 hours, Mm -hmm. 12 hours for the game to hook you, which is pretty crazy. I think that comes from a place of the game being so big though. Like, yeah, it is a complicated RPG underneath the surface. On the surface, it's kind of this like space ex- exploration and shooter, right? But then getting around, like I was telling you earlier, like I it took me a solid 10 minutes to figure out how to grab jump. Yeah. A lot of you are going to laugh at me, but I, <laughs> I was like switching between the screens and it's like zooming out into the bigger universe. And I'm yeah. like, okay, what am I missing here? literally 10 minutes which is an eternity in a video game and i started to get a little frustrated i'm like okay just relax it's something simple and sure enough i mean i have an early spaceship it's a 16 light year limit spaceship the starter ship 
and you can only grab jump to whatever's in that range, yeah. which Alpha Centauri happen to be in that range. And they so, want you to go to uh, New uh, Atlantis. New Atlantis, yeah. Because that's where, you know, a lot of the, the first impressions and the first, you know, big quest lines start. There's right? so many new systems in this game for, for gamers to learn. So mm-hmm. even if you, uh, man, even if you are a Bethesda fan and you've played Skyrim and played Fallout, there's things that are familiar. Yeah. So I have played Skyrim and Fallout. So there's things that are familiar from both games. My wife. Never, she couldn't get into Fallout. Mm-hmm. So there are things that are familiar to me, but not familiar to her because she didn't do weapon crafting and you know all that stuff. And then Definitely. on top of that, there's all these new systems that are new to both of us, mm-hmm. which we were Bethesda fans. So now imagine that a lot of gamers are coming into this as their first <laughs> Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. It's so many new systems. Right. And that's the thing with the grab jump, for example, they give you that tutorial in the first 10 minutes of gameplay, right? Or yeah. 20 minutes, whatever it is. And I'm I'm like, okay, there's a lot of information to accept right now. So I probably missed the little point that said, hey, it has to be within, or maybe it wasn't in there. Maybe they, they give you credit to yeah. be able to learn that on your own. So. Well, getting back to the rating. So yeah, I was going to ask you about your your ratings. So why not why? ten out of ten for you? Because I I do recognize the difficulties in um, the onboarding process, mm-hmm. basically of of coming in there. Can an RPG hook a player? A big, a real, real big RPG if it's super complex. Yeah, can it immediately hook a player in a fun way, such as round guard or something like that where it's like intuitive and and fast-paced i don't know that it can so you know what some rpgs will do is they'll give you this sort of really powerful character at the beginning Mm. but then there's like some weird reason that you lost lost your powers (laughs) and so it's like you have this glimpse Mm -hmm. of what you're going to be doing i don't i don't taste a sweet taste of the power yeah i don't know if there's a simple solution to Bethesda's, um, you know, their their kind of formula. I, I don't know that it's broken. Mm-hmm. I, because I, I still love the game. Sure. It's, some people just need to realize, hey, it's an RPG. You're, you're not supposed to be good at it. You know, um, I have a friend that jumped in and, and said he died in the first battle and and like quit wow, the game because <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like i'm ruined luckily it's not a roguelike yeah, or a roguelike yeah. right like dying is not really that big of a deal it just un- depends yeah. on when your last save was, yeah right? when was your last save um which you know a tip is save, save as often. often as you can mm-hmm. hit that quick save saves coming uh but they you know they they died in the first battle and they found it disorienting and i thought well, it's an RPG and you're started as a miner. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense that you wouldn't be good at that battle, right? Like right. It, kids, it makes sense that you would be Oh, not that kind of miner. No, no. Oh, miner like digging through <laughs> Miner like digging through uh yeah, uh yep, digging for materials. There'll be worse jokes, trust me. <laughs> that one's pretty bad. But. but yeah, so to me I'm like, hey, it's an RPG, it makes sense you would be bad at combat and you're thrown into this situation. Also, there are also, other don't people stand fighting. in front of a guy shooting a <laughs> like yes. filling you full of bullets. Take I mean, cover. It's like, hey, you know, you recognize that you're a noob, both yes. in the game and real life. So maybe, yeah, maybe take the first fight a little cautiously. Take cover. Which I totally didn't, by the yeah. way, because yeah. Well, people aren't used to, you know, some or some people aren't used to this type of game, which you don't have to kill every enemy. You can actually sit back and be safe because mm-hmm. there are other people in that battle and they might kill all the enemies. Right. It's not that you type of game. And they will kill all the enemies eventually, mm-hmm. right? Or your side will die. One 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 of the other will happen. Yeah, and there's been times where I've sat, uh, I've been on a planet and I just witnessed like 
some UC soldiers going after some robots. Mm -hmm. And I was up on a hill and I just bad watched. Robots. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched them battle. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really interesting. And then, uh, you know, they ended up killing the robots. And then that was that. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be involved in every single fight. I did the same exact thing. There's the the mission, the escaped uh, biological arachnid thing that oh. they did. You do that? Uh, I guess that might yeah, be a yeah, minor yeah. That's, spoiler. That's, but no, no, but that's okay. That's, um, it's in that's the very early on. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, of course, I come across that spider later and the little guys on the mining thing are fighting it and i'm like oh yeah take down some health for me please because i know i want to get the xp from wait a minute taking this guy out we should talk about this because i don't think i ever saw it oh you didn't and this is the terror morph it is the terror morph yeah i well so i mm -hmm. saw what a terror morph looks like because i went to a museum ah Okay. In New Atlantis. But I find it very interesting that you got to a point where you saw a terror morph. Mm -hmm. I did not. And I think that everyone playing this game are going to have wildly different stories. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so for me, the eight out of 10, I think is, I think a lot of those things were the things we talked about in the last episode a little bit of like uncanny valley with the NPCs and stuff like that. Like it could have been better, although it has that Bethesda flavor. Like when you're yeah. walking around new Atlantis and the NPC is talking to you and he's like twisting his head and his <laughs> eyeballs. And it's like very, very unnatural. Or someone walks in the background and they like, they're staring <laughs> at you. Like <laughs> there, I was in a, a uh, mercantile in new Atlantis and I was talking to the art dealer. Have you done that art dealer quest? No, I haven't. Okay, so I'm talking to this art dealer and a NPC walks right up in his grill and is trying to get <laughs> something off the shelf behind him. And he's twisted around unnaturally. There's like this weird, I wouldn't yeah. call it a bug. I would just call it that Bethesda flavor. Just weird. Is a, yeah. It's a little funny. Movement. It's a little uncanny. It's, it's, uh, I don't know that, I mean, if that were better, would that have made me say 10 out of 10? No, it's still right. about the fun and the gameplay. And I think yeah. what made it an 8 out of 10 for me so far, and I think that could change, is the onboarding process is complex. Getting around and navigating menus and just physically getting around is not a 10 out of 10. It's tough to know, but I do think this game will be a 10 out of 10 for me mm -hmm. eventually. Yeah, because so I'm having a great time playing it for years, yeah. right? I think that's why we started the podcast. We're like, based on how much, how many years we played the last couple Bethesda games, yeah, I mean, we can be playing this game for many, many years to come. I think. So I have this experience where I did the opening. I was enjoying it. I actually was one of the few people. I don't know. I saw a lot of naysayers, and you know, right from the beginning. And I was just like, I don't know, I'm having a good time. And mm -hmm. I was having a good time, but I also was a little bit like, oh, that's oh, that's how you do star, star travel? And oh, okay. You know, mm -hmm. and it was a little bit like, I don't want to say disappointing, but definitely like not quite what I expected. Even though they, I've been eating up like what they've been telling us. And they did say like, it's going to be, Basically fast traveling. I don't know if they said it in those words, but mm -hmm. they kind of prepped us anyway. And that's another thing that becomes better as you play the game longer. Initially, yeah. you kind of want to fly to the next planet and see all that happen. Right. But after like the 10th time, yeah. you're not going to want to see that. You're going to want to fast travel. I mean, and you want to yeah. get there to the planet and do the thing that you want to. And let's be real. So like you kind of miss out on certain things, uh, you know, if you don't go to your ship first and then travel. So mm -hmm. what happens is you'll fast travel. If you're standing somewhere and you just fast travel somewhere, you might just end up there. Right. However, if you go to your ship and plot it out, yes, it's another form of fast travel. But number one, you get the animation. So if you're into the like, this, the feeling of it, you'll mm -hmm. get that. But number two, instead of going straight to the planet, you'll then be in outer space outside of the planet. And that is where a lot of random encounters happen. 
And the random encounters are very interesting so far. So if you want more of that kind of experience and like the random encounters, definitely, you know, you can fast travel to your ship, mm -hmm. sit in the cockpit and then plan it out. I was confused by the get up option. Yeah. Well, I was, I was like, okay, leave, leave ship or get right. up. And then I was like, oh, yeah, of course, you get up and you can walk to do things inside your spaceship. Yep, yeah. you can unload some items into the cargo hold and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, sleeping, having that little cot there is very helpful because if you sleep, even just for one hour, it's going to refill your health. Mm -hmm. So it's very you important. You get an XP bonus, too, on the one hour or is that the yeah, 24 you get hour? Like a 20, you get like a 20 to 25 minute uh, like 10% boost of XP. Yeah. That's so great if you're trying to level up. Yeah. You so you should do that. You mm -hmm. should get up, do a quick little nap. It takes like just a few seconds. Then yeah. you get an XP boost as soon as you get out of your ship. I'm a chronic non-sleeper <laughs> in, in these games. Like yeah. I will go for years without sleeping. And then, you know, every once in a while I remember like, oh, it's if I don't have a health pack or something like that, I can just find a cot and, yeah, you know, sleep. You know, one of the things that people are saying in defense of Starfield, and I agree, is that uh, it was always going to be a role-playing game in space mm -hmm. and not a space simulation. Yes. Um, and so it wasn't ever supposed to be No Man's Sky 2.0. However, however, <laughs> this is going to feed into why I think this game is going to be a 10 out of 10 for me someday. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved that so i found some contraband now contraband will get you arrested if you're caught with it going into any of the major systems mm -hmm. so if you have it on your person or on and your they ship they'll confiscate it they'll so, confiscate mm -hmm. it and then they'll, you'll get jailed so it's not worth it however oh man it's worth a lot of credits so i know that i can like look up Oh, we're, we're to sell contraband. I don't want to do that. That's not, you know, and we're going to talk about like what types of tips you take and not take. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do that. So I thought, okay, I've got to stash this. So that's when I start to get really into the RPG element of it. I was like, this is worth a lot of money. I have no idea how to sell. It's like I found a, <laughs> it's like I found a suitcase full of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not going to look, I'm not going to take the drugs, but maybe I can find out where to sell. Make a few credits. Um, yeah. You know. And uh, so I then landed on this random planet and then I just started exploring because it's I, now Planet Michael. Yeah, I, I shall dub the Planet Michael. And I want so I built an outpost and then I oh, needed you built an outpost. Awesome. A very minimal. OK, very just minimal. enough place for the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> the just enough, yeah. So it's like Aurora, a, or what is Aurora is the drug. I yeah. think I think I got some uh, some um, organs, some harvested oh. organs. Yeah, black market, black market organs organ trading. So nice. yeah, I I built a tiny little outpost, and then I needed materials, so I scanned and scanned. I must have spent hours then just exploring this planet, and that's when it felt a lot like No Man's Sky. Almost mm -hmm. like a new version of No Man's Sky. Yeah, especially with that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm spacing on the name right now with the gun that allows you to mine stuff. I mean, it's very, I wonder if they kind of co-invented this at the same time. And then we're like, oh, well, we're going to go and do it anyway. You know, yeah, No Man's Sky be damned because it, it just seems so intuitive. Like that would be how you would mine things in the future in space with like a collection laser or like a melting laser type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, it easy, is very it's similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I just I was just loving it, like just being able to explore this planet. Like it's very relaxing. That's when the game is very relaxing to mm -hmm. me. And then there's these tiny little details. So it was cloudy when I was playing for most of the time and exploring, and I found, you know, this some pirate hideout. Mm -hmm. And then I I fast traveled back to my ship, and the clouds had cleared, and it was now kind of a clear day. And it just changed the entire atmosphere. And I, I know that that's nothing new in video games, but having the different weather types and sometimes it's cloudy and sometimes it's 
you know, there's a storm. Having those different weather types on so many different planets mm-hmm. is so interesting. Yeah, it does give you a sense of time too because you're you're busy mining away, exploring, and then you're like, oh, it's it's starting to get dark out. Like it yeah. does kind of give you a sense that hey, I've been doing this for a while. Let's get back and put my stuff in the in the cargo bay or whatever, and yeah, and do something different for a while maybe. But I I did uh, I kind of stumbled across the the scanning option. And I was like, oh, cool, there's silver and there's, you know, all these little different elements that I can now just easily find in mine. Um, in the tutorial mission, I'm blasting away at the at the artifact forever. Yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, why I think I, I did didn't that even too. realize that, oh, you have to walk up and actually take it, you know, once you break it out of the little crystals. Or yeah. whatever. So I'm like, it still says, you know, fire here. So that was a little yeah, I don't know if that was an oversight or it's, it's funny you said that you did it too because then I feel it like oh, well, it wasn't designed very good or something. I kept I kept trying to uh, break up the crystals that were around exactly. it as well, and exactly. it really yeah, it's just that that one little and you, crack and then you're done. You walk around the outside on the back like, well, did I miss something here? And I mean, the NPC <laughs> at that point could have been like, hey, just grab it, just go grab it. Yeah, you know, yeah, that would have been helpful. So, what type of character are you playing? I stay true to my word, and I rolled Sir Blows a lot as <laughs> his official name. And uh, he is, well, I mean, he's only level three or whatever it is. And I am specking boxing and uh, physical, a lot of physical stuff. Oh, nice. Because I'm going to be a brute. You want to be tanky. I'm going to be tanky. And I do think I want to do a lot of melee activities. And I don't, I didn't run across a luck tree yet i didn't to be fair yeah i, didn't really I, have, I don't it, think so they have don't something that like that and to be fair i have not looked at every single perk mm-hmm. i i sort of glance at the lower ones to yeah. kind of see where i'm going but i've actually enjoyed just um sort of being blind to it so i'm mm-hmm. i'm really in it for the the role-playing experience and so i'm you know i, I have not looked at every single perk right so are you sticking to your hitman retired hitman sniper Walk softly and carry a Pretty much, but I definitely saw that boost pack value, mm-hmm. and I've I've actually put in all four per- perk points into the boost pack. Okay, and so I, I, I'm maxed out on boost pack because it's just so helpful in traversing the landscape. Mm-hmm. And so what you what you got to do is you just start sprinting, but then start boosting right away, and then you just go boost. Boost, boost nice. across the landscape. I have not, I don't think I'm boosting because I have a boost pack, but. Right, but you have to unlock the perk to oh, even use it. Okay, that explains it. That's what's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm like, well, jumping doesn't seem any different. I have the this pirate boost pack that I just got off the yeah. guy, but. They give it to you, but you okay. can't really use it until you put a perk point in, which I, that's interesting. I feel like you should Get it's a, a, a mini boost. Come on, just hit the switch. <laughs> <laughs> if they give you the pack, you should have a mini boost. But mm-hmm. I guess it's sort of like uh, getting your certification or your license. Like it's too dangerous uh, <laughs> for you <laughs> right. to use it without. You would kill yourself being if you don't certified. Have that point. Oh man, have you found legendaries? Yeah, I found some legendary items and weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that legendary doesn't automatically mean they're the best. It just means that I. I believe it's that it has three, it's either three or four like additional traits to mm-hmm. it, like special traits, but it's always really it's, fun to find, you know, like maybe a, a suit will have a trait that makes you go invisible when you crouch. Mm-hmm. What's cool is you can still improve these things by, uh, you know, attaching new gear to the, to the guns and mm-hmm. suits and stuff. But you have to have the the perks. You have to have the perks for being able to do that. Right. I mean, those perks lead you down these mini game roads. Yeah. Right. So if you're into ballistics guns, you're going to be using the the workshop bench to build weapons more than say someone who's melee like I am. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to be right. looking for the best axe or <laughs> whatever it is. And then if I happen to pick up a machine gun, I if it's modded, great. I'm not and you can still use it. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
You can still use it just fine, uh, but it's just, yeah, it's just not your specialty. Mm -hmm. Lock picking, for example. Yeah. You'll find more cool things if you have lock picking, but if you don't, you're still going to find cool things. Right. And it's, it's like you can weapon mod, you can put perk points in there and mod out your weapons, but if you don't want to spend those points there, you'll still find cool stuff mm-hmm. that's already modded. You might just not find something that's totally maxed out on everything, but whatever, because if you put your perk points in, say, weapon damage, like that means that any weapon you're using is going to do a lot of damage. And that's mm-hmm. actually kind of what I've been doing because I I see that my character would be a weapons expert. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is because he used to be a hitman, he gave up that life a while back, became a miner. And uh, and then, you know, he like all those skills are like coming back to him over time. So that's that's kind of mm-hmm. how I'm playing. Muscle it. memory, pulling yeah. the trigger. <laughs> yeah. So he's you know, that's been my focus. I, I've put in a lot of perk points into uh, the different weapon systems and also the reload. So I love being able to reload oh, faster. My goodness. I do, too. I missed that in my first big boss battle you know the first big thing that i was like this thing's gonna kill me if i'm not careful some of the reloads are brutally slow (laughs) yes and i notice on on one particular weapon you hit reload but if you move or try to fire it cancels the reload out so i'm like i reloaded and it's not reloading and i'm taking damage i had a reload that i thought had finished but someone hit me and stunned me right as Mm -hmm. right at the end of the reload And yeah, I had to start the whole thing over again. That's the worst. (laughs) So I think it's going to be a matter of how long do we keep playing? I I do think like I'm going to be playing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. I am to the point now where, uh, you know, I've passed those hours, (laughs) the 12 hour hook point. Apparently Mm -hmm. I've passed that and. I, you know, I go to work and I live my life and I take care of my responsibilities and I can't wait to get back to Starfield. I yeah, honestly can't a wait. Sign of a really good game when you're thinking about it while you're doing your day-to-day tasks. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I, I was really excited to get back into it after and it I don't think it took me 12 hours. I, I'm only into the game half of that. And yeah. I think it's because I do have a history in RPGs and Bethesda games yeah. that I know. And a big part of it is tailoring your likes, you know, if it's shipbuilding or, or weapons crafting or stealth oh. fighting or, or talking to NPCs and doing quests. You make a really good point, too, because some people are getting uh, a little bit overwhelmed with all the different things. Mm-hmm. And the point is that the game is whatever you want it to be. If yeah. you don't want to do shipbuilding, don't. You already have a ship. In fact, I've been to a shipyard because I want to do shipbuilding. I haven't done any of it yet. I mm-hmm. love seeing what people have created. Right. And I'll get there eventually, but I'm in no rush. But I want to tell you and also new players, I went to a shipyard and the dude was like, hey, you don't have to rebuild everything we can actually upgrade this, this, and this if you want. That was nice. I did notice that too. Yeah. When I went in, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, you took some of the, the slog out of building a, a different ship or just getting better boosters getting or weapons or, or defending yourself. Yeah. Yep. So I nice. thought, wow, that's so cool because some people might not want to do shipbuilding. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But so they don't yeah. have the Borg ship which is what i'm gonna build <laughs> just a big cube. just a big cube it's all cargo containers that's gonna be <laughs> one yeah. laser i can't wait to see that so yeah like you said there's so many things going on in the game and feel free to ignore what you don't want to do mm-hmm. that's what a bethesda game is yeah you feel guilty sometimes about not taking on or saying no to an npc or, yeah. I mean, you could say no, or you can accept the quest and just not do it right away. Yeah. Because there's that feeling like, oh, I got to go grab this ice cream cone for this kid or whatever. Yeah. Just a little quest. Just accept quests. Don't worry about it. And honestly, 
I'll say this. Most Bethesda games, I would say, don't uh, worry about doing anything that you don't want to do. Just do whatever's fun. Mm -hmm. And while that is true, don't want to give anything away. But follow the main quest for a bit just to unlock a certain mechanic in the game. Mm, okay. I'll just say that. I don't want to spoil anything, but you do want to follow the main story just so that the game opens up to you a little bit and gives you more of those choices. Mm, interesting. Um, okay. But yeah, it's that this is how you play the game is you do what you want to do. You play it the way you want to play it. You could try to talk your way out of a lot of mm -hmm. situations if you're diplomatic. I have a little bit of that. My yeah. character has a little bit of diplomacy and, and charisma. By the way, that new system of seeing like the green versus the red. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like I appreciated yeah. the fact that they made it really super clear that you can quickly choose an option, which you have a very good chance of winning. Yeah. Winning the outcome. Oh, that is cool too. And not only is it cool how like, okay, this one will give me five points, but it's in the red. It's going to mm -hmm. be very difficult. You can, have you noticed that little auto, uh, automatic no. win button? So mm. as you talk to people, there's a little circle filling up. And once that fills up, it's kind of like the critical in, in VATS in Fallout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What it does is it banks one single automatic, like, persuade. Oh, nice. And I was, I had one banked. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to someone that in, it looked like it was going to be very difficult. And I went down to the most difficult. Uh, I don't know if you have to choose the option, but that's mm -hmm. what I did. I choose the most difficult option. I hit X, used my automatic. And she was just like, well, that's a good point. Nice. <laughs> so I think that's really cool. I think, don't quote me on this, but I think that when you get, if you upgrade those perks, you can then have two auto wins banked excellent this is very very cool because there are these elements of gameplay that you discover you're discovering yeah. this new gameplay thing within the game i think that's really cool and it incentivizes me to keep playing because i want to find these new little yeah and even i mean coming back to some of the older games you jump in years later and you discover something that you never knew about or yeah you know, unless you're the guy, the person that is constantly watching YouTube videos about how you're going to maximize your your play. Yeah. You know, unlocking all this stuff. And this is how you get this and that. Should we jump to that? Yeah, let's okay. talk about that. So we've we've noticed, of course, uh, it's a new game. There's a lot of people coming out and saying, oh, you can do this if you go to the, the basement of the lodge. There's a case with there's some armor OP armor set that yes. you can steal yeah a bug. apparently there's mm -hmm. a, a bug where you can sort of just look between the cracks of the door and snag the armor we're not judging any well i'm not Dwayne might judge you nah. <laughs> go for no, it no we're not judging anyone for doing this but mm -hmm. Dwayne, what's your personal perspective on that yeah there these tips are out there and there's a million of them. I, I ran across another one, which was you can get an amazing spaceship like right after you finish the tutorial, basically. Yeah. I, kind of, I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. I want that. But then I don't want to know about the game outside of what I discover. Because yeah. part of the fun of the game is discovering stuff on your own. And when you discover, like if you discover that you can sneak in between the cracks and steal even if it yeah. is a bug, I think that's a cool discovery that you did on yeah. your own. And why have someone else tell you about it and kind of, it, it, basically it's kind of like the joy of, of discovery and the joy of patting yourself on the back and being like, okay, I was pretty clever to figure out this yeah, thing on, it's on like, my own. Whoa, what? And they have a plethora of things in this game that will make that, that endorphin trigger, right? Yeah. All these little, like you just said, with the uh, the dialogue banked, mm -hmm. like I, I, there's a lot happening when you're talking to people and you're trying to read through the things. So I completely miss that, and it's not yeah. made obvious. Maybe there's a tutorial box, but mm -hmm. you know, you and I were talking about how there's so many tutorial boxes, and yeah, like you should you should read them, but there's so many coming at you so quickly. Yeah, 
And actually, one of the coolest experiences I've had in the game so far was I found this uh, basically like a casino hotel area in the mm. middle of space. Like it's a floating station. Nice. I go in. It's all zero G. So I had my first zero G gunfight. So floating mm. around. Mm -hmm. But you don't know what you're doing, right? I you're didn't like, know what I was I doing to this. And I could only like go forward at people. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't, I couldn't figure out, I didn't know. And in, in retrospect, it's actually very easy. When you're in zero G, B is to go down, Y is to go up. So while you're aiming at someone and shooting, you can go up and down. Later, I got to another part that was part of the story that I was in zero G. And that's when the game decided Oh, here's to how tell to me, navigate. Here's how to navigate zero, zero G. G. Yeah. And so that was a little bit annoying because I went through this whole gunfight not knowing how to navigate zero G. Well, and people then, were shooting at you, to be fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then later. Like the kid in the beginning of the game. like. Well, it's like the game didn't expect me to go out and explore before getting to this particular mission. Mm hmm. Which, come on, it's a Bethesda game. So that's just one of those things where I would hope that they patch it in so that whether or not you first see Zero-G at the story. Oh, I disagree or, 100%. Oh, okay. Because going back to what you said at the beginning of the show, like it shouldn't spoon feed you tutorials. It should right. just allow you to go out and explore, explore the world to your own detriment. Like right. you could have been frustrated at that point or killed a bunch of times because you didn't know how to navigate in zero G. I think that's part of the excitement. I think that's part yeah. of the fun and, and exploration. So. Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. I think that's fair. Because if, if it, if it does spoon feed you, then you're, you feel like you're on a rail almost like, Oh, I've, I've triggered the game into telling me the flight tutorial. Yeah. Whereas if you're a true rebel, then you could just go out and do exactly oh, figure whatever. It out. Yeah, you'll figure it out on your own. Yeah. Given that you're still early on in the game, mm -hmm. what would you say uh, is are your favorite parts of the game currently? Combat is really fun. I went in expecting to miss VATS, which is uh, slowing down time and, and selecting which enemy you want to and yeah. where on the enemy you want to hit them. Which is I very love, fun. I loved VATS in... And Fallout, and I thought, oh, I'm really gonna miss that. Actually, didn't haven't really missed it. And combat is yeah. is really good. And we heard that coming into this that they had help with combat system, another developer or something that they subcontract, whatever. Yeah, who cares? I think they like, had some people come in from Doom. There are a lot of possibilities. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like they're like combat could be a whole little game that you always are trying to get into because there's so many different ways to. You know, approach the enemy, fight the enemy, do do funny things. Like there was always the old one of sneaking up on an NPC, an enemy, and putting a grenade in their pocket and yeah, walking yeah. away. Right? That's going to be possible. Well, I don't know. Can there's no pickpocketing in this? There game, is. There? Oh, there is. Yeah, okay. you can unlock it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But that's that's what's different is I don't in in other games you could pickpocket even if you hadn't unlocked the skill. Right, because I immediately tried to do that. In my first uh, yeah. foray into New Atlantis, I was like, I'm going to go pickpocket somebody. Yeah. But I didn't have the ability. So you can unlock it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can put items in, though. Mm -hmm. That's that will be interesting to find out. Right. Because, yeah, that was fun in Fallout was putting a grenade in someone's pocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the, so the ridiculous combat and exploration, because. We talked about the first 10 minutes of the game. My first 10 minutes was different than yours, which yeah. is unusual in a video game for, for to divert that quickly. What's the best part for you? I, I like how all of it comes together and I'm enjoying the story, but really like, man, exploring planets. It's, mm -hmm. it's basically like that was one of the things I was most excited about yeah. and it has not let me down. I can see why they wanted to push the graphics on the Xbox and even go for the 30 frames. I would love for it to be 60 frames, but whatever, it's it is what it is. I'm glad they pushed for it because the draw distance is something else. Mm -hmm. 
I get a feeling playing this game of like vastness. Definitely. I agree with you. Like on that first planet I was on, I was like, I feel like I'm on a planet. And you will see a structure Mm -hmm. so far away. Mm -hmm. It's a five minute walk, which is a long time in a video game. Yeah. It might even be more than that. I'll have to like time stuff out, but you'll see a structure far away and you'll think, what is that? I I, want to go explore Mm -hmm. that. I just love the exploration. And to me, I'm going to do all these missions and, you know, I'll, I'll always have something to do the way a Skyrim or Fallout game, you know, the way those games play where you just always have missions. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, you always have just the random exploration. Mm-hmm. And I went to a planet and I was like, you can kind of put down points like where you want to land to get a read on what what biome it is. Mm-hmm. And I saw it was like forest. And then I saw forest coast, coastline. Okay. I was like, oh, interesting. And I went to that spot. And sure enough, like I was able to explore the coast. And there were some animals swimming in the water that I could scan from the beach. That's cool. And uh, I just thought, wow, if you want to do like, you know, beachfront property, you can put down an outpost and just build your house like right there. I'm going to do that. But I want like a red ocean or a (laughs) weird alien looking coastline. Yeah, I've only seen like normal looking water so far. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, you know, there's a thousand planets. So that'll be very interesting. (laughs) A thousand. A thousand. I started a fist fight. I tried to start a fist fight in a bar. I was going to touch on humor real quick and it hasn't let me down. There's like. Um, I tried to start a fist fight with a guy in a bar and he's like, oh, I just had hand surgery and uh, my oh, doctor really? says I can't do that. And and then I uh, I ended the conversation. He's like, man, I'm glad that conversation's over. I was getting bored or he said some uh-huh. like, you know, funny comment that he like left. Yeah. So the humor is not letting me down. I saw a uh, I was in a uh, an abandoned science base uh, lab. And <laughs> it's always an abandoned site. Yes. Yeah. And uh they like everything was like frozen over. Mm-hmm. And I saw this machine and like this, everything's covered in ice and icicles and snow and all this stuff. And there's a there was a machine that was basically an ice machine and there was a sign on it saying <laughs> sorry we are out of ice. <laughs> and like nice. everything is frozen. I was like, yeah, it's just so mm-hmm. funny like their kind of sense of humor of environmental building. We should touch on some just big news items real quick, and then we'll get to our listener comments. Sounds good. Okay. So Alana Pierce, who is a video game writer and streamer, mm-hmm. actually set her ship to fly towards Pluto, and then she she left it on a stream, and then she went to bed. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that's a great way to, to make a living as a streamer, yeah. is just go to sleep. Right. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Good for her. So she left it going and she proved, sort of, Mm. (laughs) asterisk. She proved that you can actually fly through a system from one planet to another. There's not a barrier. There's not like a, it's an actual continuous solar system. There is space. You know, there was some criticism that you're just frozen there and that Mm -hmm. there's no space like to fly around. So that's not true. However, when the ship got to Pluto, it was sort of like a lower res image of Pluto Mm -hmm. and not fully realized. So definitely it's not built into the game to uh, to go to do slow travel. Oh, bummer. I can't fly for seven hours to a planet. I mean... And that's what's funny (laughs) is I saw people... Yeah, I saw people that are smarter than myself doing the math and saying that's actually very very fast for space travel it's mm-hmm. that's faster than faster than light it, it proves that if you want real sort of like semi-realism mm-hmm. yeah you're not going to be sitting down and be like well going to the next mission and i'm gonna fly for seven hours in that direction no one's gonna come on that's someone I, might <laughs> i shouldn't say no one the true role-playing yeah. space traveler people. Yeah. Honestly, later on, there's like 
moments where you dock to a space station and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like just having one of those moments earlier might have, you know, had people not being like, there's no space travel, mm-hmm. but whatever. It's like, if you're going to play the game, you're going to play the game. And some people don't, they want to hate on it. So they hate on it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, to me, I'm definitely getting that feeling of going into space and docking with stations and other ships. Yeah. And I think the, if there is early criticism about it, not feeling that you can travel into space, it's quickly proved wrong once you get into the game a couple like you said yeah. you, you actually dock with a spaceship when you first start yes it's a little jarring like why all these menus oh man but over time as you learn the game you kind of realize why there is a reason why it's built this way yeah and the more you play the more evident it becomes i need to hotkey a lot of things and that will save so much time yeah i just haven't done that yet by the way you can actually avoid menus Mm. Uh, you open your scanner while you're piloting your ship Mm. and aim in the direction of where you want to go. And if it's close enough, you can actually travel from one spot to another without ever opening the menu by using the scanner. Nice. So that, and you'll get the full, like the animation of you, you know, tearing through space light travel or whatever. So definitely I would advise that. What's cool is this feels like a game that they could add a lot of different, it's like a tinker toy with all these little things that you can add on, these new possibilities. Yep. I feel like there's a lot of expansions that they could do. Yeah, the mod scene is going to be very interesting. They have said that mods are going to be, uh, that it's gonna be like a perfect playground for mods. Modders will be able to create their own planets. Yeah. DLC. uh, (laughs) It's like, I don't even know why I'm excited about DLC when there's like still 98% of the game that Mm -hmm. I haven't seen yet. But I, I, hey, whatever. I'm still excited for the possibilities. I'd like to talk about just the very first five minutes launching the game. I was really impressed. Like, I loved the the black screen, the, the use of like black and darkness of space. Yeah. And the simple logo and the music, it was just a very epic opening to a video game. Yeah. And I had all my lights out, my big computer screen, and the sound cranked way up. And we talked about how they spent a lot of time making sure there weren't a lot of bugs in the beginning of the game. Right. Or in the game in general. And I felt that. Like from, from the launch all the way through my first couple hours of gameplay was excellent. Yeah, it's very so, polished. It's very it polished. Very polished. I love the that opening kind of you know mining thing. Kind of almost felt like the original Half Life when you I don't know if you remember or not. Oh, but like yeah. There's kind of like this train ride Go, that you yep. start in. It kind of felt like that, like a, a very polished opening, which I appreciated. That's not to say like that there's no bugs. I've definitely seen people posting bugs. Mm-hmm. I think because like a lot of the heads of Xbox were saying that this was one of the most polished. Bethesda games mm-hmm. that I think people are looking for the bugs. Yeah. They're out there, but I, yeah. I have not encountered uh, anything game breaking. No. So it's, it's I found been a very nice. Super minor. You, so. You're always going to have that with big games. And yeah, I don't know. I, I agree that the opening, the music is so, so good. Mm-hmm. I myself can never, uh, I will never listen to a soundtrack until after I've beaten the game. Okay, because um, you want to get those new s- soundtracks as they come, like in yeah. special moments. Yeah, I'm getting space movie uh, nostalgia through the music. There's like moments that felt very 2001 in terms of the music. Yeah. And I was almost like, is that Aliens or Alien score? Like this kind of like sci-fi, you know, nervous soundtrack. And I was like, this is really, really good. Yeah. And I, I you know, I've read people talking about like there's some parts of the game that are very like horror centric. Mm-hmm. And I ha- I have not seen any of that yet. And I'm excited because I love horror games. Have you messed with the photo mode? No, I saw it in the menu and I was like, what am I ever going to need this for? I'm not one to like dwell <laughs> on like, oh, I took a picture of a video game and I looked at it later. It's like people who record concerts. They never watch that later. I'm, like, put I'm, your phone down. It's so funny. I'm the opposite. I've been, I use photo mode so much. And so... 
here is something that is cool. Your photos become loading screens. Really? Yeah. Nice. So any okay, photo so that's you take, reason for me to actually yeah. do some photos so now. There's some utility all to the bodies it. that I leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll take like beautiful landscape shots or whatever. And then that's what I'll do when I want to send something funny to my friends. All right. So let's talk about some listener feedback. So, of course, uh, a lot of people are listening on podcast apps. But if you ever want to watch us on video, mm-hmm. you can go to our YouTube channel and we have the link in the description. Uh, we've got some great comments there. So we've got uh, the shiny object. Yeah. Uh, saying that um, <laughs> our intro, just the intro, not us, Dwayne. No, not it just goes downhill after the intro. Not our personalities, but. Our intro uh, sold them on a subscription to to the channel. So oh, great to great to have the shiny object. So um, welcome aboard. Yeah, welcome aboard. And they said they're going to be out there in space. And we have a comment from "Where did I leave my cell?" Mm. which was the fact that he wanted the watch. Show him the watch, Michael. He's oh, got it yeah, on right I'm now. I'm wearing it. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. It actually it, it looks very cool. I I didn't see it on. Oh last yeah, time yeah. I saw it. So seeing it on, it's a it's a solid. Uh, a solid piece. Yeah, where did I leave my cell? Says he wanted it, but scalpers were scalping as they do. Oh, they were yeah. asking way too much money to get a, a the box, this yeah. beautiful metal box that we have here. It's very frustrating when, especially like you're trying, you're there on the website the the moment something's gonna launch, mm-hmm. and then they're just all gone instantly yeah. because someone has like thirty bots that yeah. just and it's get never fans. It's just people that are bad people. Well, I mean, you know, keep an eye out. Sometimes randomly new stock will come in. You might be able to find one. And thanks to everyone who listened on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Michael, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, we we are going to continue to dive into the new things that we're finding out, some Mm -hmm. new systems we're learning. So it's going to get real interesting. Yep, absolutely. Well, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.